Hello and welcome to Why So Sidious, a nerd podcast where we travel from a galaxy far, far away through Asgard into Atlantis and whoever fandom may take us here. We discuss our favorite nerd properties, movies, shows, novels, comics, and wherever fandom takes us. Here with me are David Cochran and Caleb Culver. I am Jeremy Dar, your host for the evening. So, let's do a little Week in Geek. That is what the episode is today, and I'll just start it off with the most obvious news. Ryan Reynolds dropped on Twitter, I think, with Hugh Jackman, not only releasing the date of Deadpool 3, which is our first MCU appearance of Deadpool, not to be confused with whatever universe Deadpool 1 and 2 took place in. He's now part of the MCU, here with Hulk and an old Captain America and the lovely She-Hulk. And along with him, Hugh Jackman is showing up, so that's huge. Kind of broke the webs, the interwebs. Um, Really exciting, like holy shit. Not only did Hugh Jackman say that it was for sure his last outing as Wolverine when he did Logan, but just having these two pretty much unkillable mutants, or I don't know if Deadpool is really a mutant, kind of confusing, but having these two on screen together sounds like some of the most exciting screen time we could ever see. Yeah. Uh, I just can't believe this is real. Like, I can't believe this is real. I know. I don't, I never saw it actually happening. And I was telling you guys, I posted a poll on our uh, Instagram page. Follow us at Why So Cities Pod. And 15 people voted, and 11 of them said that they saw this coming. And I'm just calling your bluff out right now because I don't know how you saw this coming. He said he was retiring, like he was done. We didn't, even if you had an inkling, I don't know. I just, Man, I did not see this actually coming to fruition, and we are spoiled. I can't freaking wait for this movie. Yeah, talk about 2024 releases. But I will say, for those of the casual fans that don't really pay attention to what the actors are saying, all they see nowadays is freaking Hulk and Thor, Iron Man, everybody's on screen together, and Toby and Andrew Garfield and everybody, all the Spider-Man. So for casual fans, I could see them being like, yeah, of course, uh, Hugh Jackman's Wolverine is going to be in the next Deadpool movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. But yeah. For those of us who pay attention to the stuff, it's it didn't seem possible until they released this crazy news that beat anything, by the way, that D23 announced. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Uh, not even close, bro. I mean, I just never thought we'd get Deadpool in the MCU, let alone him and Hugh Jackman as Wolverine in the MCU. Like, ugh, blown away. Yeah, and... And the big question was, this is MCU, how can you bring a rated R character into it? But they've been kind of vocal about the fact that Deadpool will remain rated R. And I wonder if his movie and Hugh Jackman... I mean, Deadpool 3's got to be rated R, so you can have a full-blown bloody Wolverine and a bloody Deadpool. Like, think of them just tearing each other's limbs off, and then they just regrow. Like, these people can't really die. They have such a healing factor. That would be insane. I hope they have a fight or two. Right. It'll it'll definitely start with oh, them yeah. fighting and then teaming yeah. up, you know yeah. that classic trope. It's gonna be iconic. I, just, I don't know if I'm more excited for the the action or the humor. Like they're feeding off of yeah, each other, their sure. chemistry of those two. Wade being the smartass and Wolverine just being super annoyed with him and stuff. Like I don't know which one I'm excited more for. Like ah ah yeah. So, Caleb, how do you think that this is going to fit into the MCU? Hugh Jackman is obviously, Hugh Jackman's Wolverine is obviously not in the MCU. Not only is the X-Men not even a part of this universe, or Deadpool originally, how do you think this is going to work? I feel like Hugh Jackman, this will be his one appearance. 
Because I feel yeah. like, you know, they already, his story, they referenced Logan in the video that Ryan Reynolds released, you know, saying, you know, this isn't like a new, that still happened. It was what they're basically trying to say. Yeah. So I think this will be kind of a, I don't think they're going to continue. Maybe Secret Wars. They can bring him back for Secret Wars, obviously. But I don't think this is going to be like, I think Hugh Jackman one putting the uh, claws on one last time kind of thing. Yes, but I still don't think Logan took place in a future MCU 616 universe. What do you think, no, Dave? They said to you, like 2029. No, yeah, it was the took future. Place in 2029. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if it's in the same world as Deadpool was, I don't know. That whole thing is so complicated. I, 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 I agree, though. I think it's going to be a standalone. I think it's going to be a John Krasinski situation where they bring him in for this movie. But I don't think when we finally get Wolverine in the MCU with the X Men team, I don't think it's going to be Hugh Jackman. I think they'll probably reset it and just yeah, count this as an alternate universe. I don't see him um, signing a long-term contract with the MCU at all. But, but I will more say, screen time than John Krasinski. Yeah, yes. yeah, for sure. I think he'll be a big <laughs> yes. player in the movie. <laughs> right, but still, but you know, I know, I know what you're saying. Yeah, you know, in the Secret World comics, when the universes got all mixed up, Old Man Logan was brought into the 616 universe when Old Man Logan was like a separate universe, separate story, and that brought that specific character into the 616 universe for like many years. Like he was fully a part of the MCU. So interesting timing with Secret Wars coming out soon. Yeah, and it gives the opportunity of a Deadpool, Wolverine, Spider-Man all interacting in Secret Wars if they were to do that, which again, long shot, but my goodness, like you're just... You're making my dreams come true, Marvel. And again, I didn't see him even being in Deadpool. So who knows? Who knows what the MCU and Kevin Feige is able to convince Hugh Jackman into it. But yeah, if I had to put money, I would think they're just Deadpool. The movie takes place in an alternate universe. They might get hints to like across like, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it, but I, I would imagine it's alternate. But that would be cool. A little Secret Wars. Even if Hugh Jackman's in nothing except Deadpool and then Secret Wars he gets brought in, like something like that. Oh, yeah. For like another one-time thing. Well, two-time thing, I guess. But What if that Deadpool and that Wolverine were from the universe where the Illuminati killed, I mean, where Wanda killed the Illuminati and them two were searching for their killer, which brought them into the 616 universe somehow. And then you have Deadpool and Wolverine searching for Wanda in the 616, something like that. Whoa. I think it's a long shot, um, but it's but creative. And I like I like where your head's yeah, at. Yeah. yeah sure. I like it, but I don't see it happening. But that'd be dope. Long shot. Kevin Feige did have a quote. I don't know if it was recent or in the past, but Kevin Feige said he would love to see Toby Maguire and Hugh Jackman together on screen as Spider Man and Wolverine. <laughs> so sad. Uh, I can only take so much excitement. <laughs> yeah. So big news. What do you got? So now with Deadpool coming out. We have four movies in 2024. Captain America, New World Order, May 3rd. Thunderbolts, July 26th. Deadpool 3, September 6th. And Fantastic Four, November 8th. That's huge. Which one are you guys most hyped for? Oh, man. Dave, you go. Uh, Out of Fantastic Four, Captain America, Deadpool, and Thunderbolts? Deadpool. Thunderbolts. I'm I'm 100% yep. more excited for Deadpool than any of those. I, I'm excited for them all. New World Order, probably the least of those four. Actually, I don't know with Thunderbolts. I don't know what to expect with Thunderbolts anymore. But 100% Deadpool is my most anticipated. Yeah, if it wasn't for Hugh Jackman, I would say Fantastic Four. Depending on the... Honestly, if Krasinski is Reed Richards, then that's a close right. one. But with Hugh Jackman and Deadpool, it's got to be Deadpool, man. This is huge. 
Yeah. It's all about the cast for Fantastic Four. Right. And we don't know anything yet. So till we do, I mean, no matter what, I'm still going to be more excited for Deadpool. But yeah, we'll see who they cast. Yep. All right. Well, let's move on. Anybody else have some news for us? Dave, you got something? Yeah, so speaking of uh, Captain America New World Order, um, so there are two rumors that have came out from uh, Casey Walsh. He's a World War Hulk news. Um, and a couple of other sources, uh, Screen Geek being one of them. Uh, not only is She-Hulk rumored to be appearing in Captain America New World Order, Mark Ruffalo is also in talks to appear in Captain America New World Order. Um, I don't know what to think about the Mark Ruffalo aspect because I don't know what they're going to do with that, but that could lead to some big things. But the She-Hulk thing, so hot take, uh, I could see that being good because, again, I have nothing against the She-Hulk character, and I feel like the series has kind of blown her introduction because the series is just not good. But with her character in a different setting with this writer who's kind of coming on a more dark and serious tone, not that I need She-Hulk being a dark and serious character, but she would be written a lot better in my opinion. And they'd have more time to focus on her CGI to make that look a lot better than it looks in the show right now. So with all that, all, all things considered that could end up being a pretty good showing for She-Hulk if she does in fact appear in that. And now that you have this idea of two Hulks coming in, it makes perfect sense if um, what's-his-name is coming back, Samuel Stern as the leader. Like, that is a Hulk mm-hmm. villain, you know? Yeah. So that would make sense. And with a brand-new casting as Captain America, you know they're going to add something extra to make it super appealing. And a bunch of Hulk characters sounds pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it we'll seems like it's going to be like a full mini-team-up movie, huh? Yeah. Right? I mean... As the Captain America movies usually are, even Winter uh, yeah, Soldier right. had, you know, Scarlet Witch and yeah, oh, sorry, true. sorry, Civil Black War. Widow, Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. Well, that yeah, Civil no, War, obviously. Yeah. Winter Soldier, yeah. though, yeah, they paired up some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Sweet. we got uh, Arnim, Arnim Zola, and a bunch of stuff from other movies in Winter Soldier, actually. So yeah, yeah, they're starting to do that a lot. Yeah, if you think about it, Captain America himself is not like a super interesting character by himself, but. He elevates everyone around him. Like his character is yes. supposed to be a leader of a team. So alone, like the first Captain America, nothing to write home about. Every other Captain America movie has been insane. So he just, yeah, yep. like I said, he really elevates the characters and the cast around him. He compliments that yeah. situation. It's <clears throat> a good way to put that. Yeah. So Caleb, you got any news for us? Anything juicy? Keeping it, keeping it with Marvel. Kevin Feige teases Elizabeth Olsen's MCU return as the Scarlet Witch. He says, quote, I don't know that we saw her under rubble. There is really so much more to explore. We still haven't touched on many of her core storylines from the comics. So at the end of the movie, I never thought that she was dead. You saw that little (laughs) red blast of energy coming out. Like that was definitely her... Like, I feel like that was her Scarlet Witch powers, like, protecting herself even when she wanted to die. Like, her powers wouldn't let her die because of, you know, who she is. Mm -hmm, And just like you said, there's so much more story. Like, she just became the Scarlet Witch. She can't die in the same movie and we just get, like, another universe's version of her who hasn't gone through all the events we've watched her go through. Like, we want to see this Wanda. We don't want some other Wanda we don't know. We want her because... Her story is nowhere near from over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and they've built so much on it. So yeah, I want to I want to see the character that we have gone through almost a decade worth of films with. Like I, I would like to see her. Um, and yeah, right. same. And I never once thought she was dead, like at all. They, you don't just show a red blast like that at the very end and linger on that for no reason. There was just no way she was going to be done with the MCU. I think he said something like he 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 would want to work with Lizzie for another hundred years, hundred years if he could. Um, and Elizabeth Olsen has been making comments about stuff she would like to do in the future of the MCU. So by no means is she done here. Quite a character arc. Started as a villain, became an ultra hero, even like took on Thanos one on one, would have killed Thanos, and then back to a villain. She's all over the place. Okay, well, moving out of the MCU <clears throat> temporarily, we have confirmation that a Planet of the Apes 4 is coming out, and it's titled Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now, we don't have to go too far into this. It's not like a super nerd property, but it is exciting. I absolutely loved Rise for the Planet of the Apes. Like, seeing mm-hmm. Caesar get adopted after his parents were killed and all this stuff and being brought up by James Franco was super heartfelt. And then having him outsmart the yeah. system, breaking out of prison, breaking the other monkeys out of prison and starting this rebellion. Absolutely loved that movie. And even the second one, titled... War or Dawn of the Planet of the Apes was the second one, and the War was the third one. Yeah, loved Dawn. That was a really good movie. I mm-hmm. still liked the first one better. Then War for the Planet of the Apes left a lot. Like, I mean, I didn't. I, don't know, I didn't really like the movie. It, there was not even a war. It was, it was titled War. All this stuff, and you just had Caesar traveling across <laughs> the land to go, you know, revenge his his wife and daughter who just got killed and you don't even get a satisfying conclusion to that. This dude dies of a sickness. Caesar doesn't even get to beat his ass after yeah. something that was terrible. And like, and literally, yeah, there's no war, not a lot. Didn't like that movie much, but the first two were amazing. So I will watch kingdom of the planet of the apes. Yeah. War uh, had the war in the last 10 minutes and it was like a CGI zoomed out thing of like tanks and choppers kind of flying in. And then like an avalanche, I think was taking out the trees or something. It was, it was like a 10 minute portion at the very tail end of the movie. It was just like, okay. It started off yeah. dope too. Like they started, they were like organizing yeah. and like, I don't know, they were, they were building up and then it just, yeah, it turned into Woody Harrelson being sick from the ape flu. It's like, okay. Yeah. They were getting attacked by people, and they threw those smoke bombs and just slaughtered all the people. That was a really cool Yeah, that's what it was, yeah. But nothing beats Caesar breaking out of the, um, whatever you want to call it, the pound. <laughs> like, that was yeah, so cool. He's just out. Yeah, man. Just how he teaches the apes, like the sign language and everything, and it shows like how detailed he is with getting these apes to be on his side and to show them their intelligence, and then he gives them, you know, the chemical that increases their brain capacity. But just like the strategy and the communication, and like it was just done so well. I didn't expect it to be that good of a movie. Same, so sick. Caleb, did you like those movies? I've actually only seen the first one, and I did enjoy it. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, give Dawn yeah. a shot. Dawn's a good one. Yeah. Skip Dawn's skip, got skip, some I think they're on stuff. HBO. Yeah, they're they always available. HBO. I always see right. them on HBO or Peacock or some random thing, but they're always on some <laughs> streaming device. Um, right. Dude, in this one, so I believe it's it's directed by the guy who's best known for the Maze Runner trilogy, which I never watched those movies um, by the time they the came out. The first one's dope. Is it? Okay. I've heard, I mean, I've heard it's very similar to Hunger Games. They get 
they get progressively, progressively worse. worse. Okay, which is what mm-hmm. happens with Hunger Games too, and with all of those movies right. like that. I remember liking Divergent, and then I heard the next two movies were awful, and I never even watched them. But anyways, it's done by that director, and then we got Freya Allen, who's going to be in it, who is a uh, Siri from oh. The Witcher. Right. Siri? Yeah. 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 But yeah, man, I'm excited for that. I didn't yeah. even know that was in development until I saw that news drop this morning or something like that. Same. I didn't know. Cool. So, Dave, what else do you have for us? Um, I'll touch back into the MCU real quick. Uh, my favorite topic, which is Daredevil. Uh, so we got new reports coming out about the she Echo Hulk? Show, actually. <laughs> yes, She-Hulk. Good Lord. No, because he's not in that show. He's he's only in the promotions, not the show itself. Yeah. Ah, um, <clears throat> you unzip <throat> me. You're making me go off. Hold on. <laughs> um, but yeah, so rumors are coming out and reports uh, about the Echo Show itself. So apparently, Kristen Ritter, who played Jessica Jones in the Netflix series Jessica Jones and Defenders, um, she was supposed to be in Echo. And in the show, Daredevil shows up and he's looking for her. And he, apparently he's going to be wearing the red suit from the Netflix series and Echo at first. So I don't know what what's up with the whole gold thing. But anyway, he shows up and he's looking for uh, Jessica Jones. He's asking Echo about her, but she can't do it because of conflicting conflicting schedules. So the talk is that John Bernthal will be taking her place in the series as the plot. So instead, Matt Murdock will be looking for Frank Castle instead. Um, so John Bernthal will be reprising the role as the Punisher, will appear in Echo, and then will continue to be a part of the Daredevil, you know, story going forward. Um, man, I mean, Hugh Jackman got me stoked. And obviously this one didn't get me quite as hyped as that because that was just out of this world. But man, I- I'm so excited to see John Bernthal again. I just finished rewatching uh, season one and two of The Punisher. Season one's good. Season two, meh, meh, meh. but I'm ready for some more John Bernthal. That's going to be crazy how they, when they put it all in the trailer and then it ends up being a five minute cameo in the last episode. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, we riot. We riot. If that's the case. It's hard to trust him after that, dude. Like three episodes ago, their big promotion was Daredevil and She-Hulk, like big time. Next right. episode comes out, no Daredevil, but we get a tease for Daredevil at the very end. Next episode, no Daredevil. Everyone's like, all right, this is for sure the episode. Next episode, no Daredevil. It's like, dude, come no. on. No, she did get ghosted by a date, though. But yeah, no Daredevil. Also, Eldon Hansen, he played uh, uh, Foggy Nelson in the Daredevil series, and he is confirmed to be returning as well. So it looks like they're bringing the entire Netflix series cast back together. We're waiting on Rosario Dawson as uh, Claire, the night nurse, and possibly Karen Page, which I really liked her too. Um, so yeah, I think we're getting the, the gang back together as a whole. Yeah. Well, let's stick around for the MCU. Just real quick, Blade is about a month from starting mm. filming. But they lost <sighs> their director, and I'm not sure why, but... Yeah, they lost their director. Apparently, someone came out and said they read the script, and it was pretty bad. Like, they didn't like the script. There's only, yeah. like, one or two action scenes. Just mm-hmm. not good news. Marvel, I mean, ever 90 since... pages. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 90 a very pages. short script. <laughs> so, doesn't seem well planned out. Like, I don't know what to think of this. Seems like a DC thing going on. Starting to wonder if Kevin Feige is getting spread a little thin. I mean, he 
perfected mm-hmm. the first three phases, and that was all Kevin Feige's blueprint. There's a lot of stuff coming out now, and I'm just starting to wonder how much he is hands-on in these creations, this, these developments and all this stuff. So it's just kind wow. of discouraging, and you wonder how that's going to affect all the other movies that are coming out before and after Blade that might have relied on some of the story points being showed and right you just you never know what's going to happen well and we see that you know no way home again ned wasn't supposed to be some random sorcerer with a sling ring opening up the portals it was supposed to be america chavez but because of delays and everything they had to throw in that random plot point about ned so that's just an example of how stuff like this can really you know cause a ripple effect in production and also, Mahershala Ali yeah. was reportedly frustrated with the process of everything yep. that's going on, which is not what you want to hear at all. I guess that's the reason why we haven't heard any news about Blade in a long time. There was nothing at D23. Nothing. Kevin Feige brought him out on stage at Comic-Con like two or three yeah. years ago now. And I feel yeah. like it's been like pretty quiet since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Kind of a bummer. It's one of these dark projects that we're looking forward to in the midst of all this weird stuff going on. By the way, the last three MCU projects, correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, that's been Love and Thunder, Miss Marvel, and She-Hulk, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, considering those last three movies, Caleb, like, did you like those last three movies? Does that give you hope for the MCU? Do the last three things give it's a me trick hope? question no yes <laughs> but <laughs> but does everything else around it and the all the phase five and six movies that we know are coming do yes so yes. i still you know there's uh marvel's had a couple times where there's been a few movies in a row that have been duds but they always yeah. rebound they always come back so in feige we trust they do and that's what i'm getting to i think there's a big plan they have and obviously, they do plan ahead. This is Marvel. And even though She-Hulk and Miss Marvel, like they just weren't that good. Thor- Love and Thunder was just not that good. They, I think they did this on purpose. And I think in a few years from now, they don't want to look back and say like, okay, Marvel is all dark, all serious and brooding and intense. <clears throat> I think it was purposefully done before a wave of dark, explosive properties. I mean, we have... Black Panther's coming out. That's not going to be a super lighthearted, goofy movie. We have mm-hmm. it's going to be heavy. We have Ant Man. If if you guys have seen that leaked photo of Paul Rudd just bloody <laughs> and beaten, like, yeah. and we know Kang's going to be a part of that movie. Avengers Evil's Threat. That's not going to be the typical tone of an Ant Man movie. That'll be dark. And then you have Daredevil and Captain America and Thunderbolts, Secret Invasions, Echo. Um, you know, then you go back to Guardians three, again a little more lightheartedness, and Miss Marvel is going to be a little lighthearted. But, but I back think story on Rocket, for sure, mm-hmm. like dark. Yeah, and well, and Guardians does it right. Even if they are oh, goofy yeah. and lighthearted, they do it in the best way possible. So I'm not complaining about that being lighthearted. I just think there's a lot of dark stuff coming, and they needed mm-hmm. a little section of their legacy and history to have a very lighthearted tone, which appeals to like a super goofy crowd and then a super teenager family crowd and then a super like girl power crowd. So I think we have to get over this hump and the overall thing is it's, it's still going to, it's going to get right back on track. Yeah. uh, The recent news we've gotten is kind of make me forget about 
the disappointment with she hulk and miss marvel and thor love and thunder i'm i'm so excited for the future at this point um yeah i hope you're right um you know maybe it was intentional and you i mean you're right about that about the darkness like i don't know if you mentioned secret invasion too but there's like three or four projects where the main tagline about it is dark and gritty or paranoid thriller or you know and, and werewolf by night's coming out that's a straight up horror which they had it listed as a comedy for some reason, and then it was changed to a horror last week. Um, but reports on that from the initial audience is that it's the most violent MCU project there's been. So, yeah, there's a lot of dark stuff that's that's on its way out. Um, yeah, I'm actually excited to watch that. Me too. Okay. Anybody else have any news for us? I was just going to throw out a quick thing. Uh, Harrison Ford is reportedly is slash was Marvel's top choice to star as General Ross in Marvel Studios Thunderbolts movie. Uh, this is coming from Jeff Snyder and a couple of other reports. <laughs> I, I love you, Harrison Ford. Don't do that. I, I can't imagine him wanting to do this in the first place. So I, yeah, I can't picture I Han Solo as General Thunderbolt Ross. So I'm hoping Harrison d- declines. Well, that's all I got. Me too. They already you- dragged his corpse back for Indiana Jones 5, so you know, <laughs> yeah. let him rest. You definitely need a broodier, serious um, mm-hmm. character. Like, you know what I mean? Like Thunderbolt Ross, or I mean, sorry, whatever his name was, R.I.P. He was a great Thunderbolt William Ross. Hurt. Yeah. William Hurt. Someone like Tywin comes to mind. Like, someone just like that character is more of a Thunderbolt Ross. Just assertive, confident, decisive, brutal <clears throat> so we'll see yeah but Harrison Ford I'm not I wouldn't be excited about that hopefully it's hopefully that's not the case yeah okay well that wraps it up for our week in geek don't forget to follow us on why so Sidious pod twitter instagram tiktok thank you for joining us today and tune in next time for your nerd news goodbye <laughs> <laughs>